Support for 100 Watts and a Wire is brought to you by 100wattsandawire.com. To subscribe to the show, simply click the RSS feed or subscribe wherever you get your podcast. When you visit, apply for your free 100 Watts ID and learn how you can become a sustaining member. Click the Donate page and pick the option that works best for you. We've got a traveling toolkit, 100 Watts and Wire gear, and activity days with prizes. That's 100wattsandawire.com. Wish it, wrap it, gift it. Step up your gift-giving game this year and give your favorite ham the transceiver at the top of their list. ICOM has a variety of high-performance and innovative products. Visit icomamerica.com amateur for more information on all ICOM radios. And LDG. Check out LDG's new Balins and Unins. The RU9 to 1 Unin is perfect for connecting your coax to an N-fed long wire antenna. And the RU1 to 1 Unin helps keep RF out of your shack under any condition. Take a look at the website ldgelectronics.com for more info. LDG Electronics. Everywhere you look, there's an LDG. And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 watts and a wire. Yes, sir. How you doing? It's Christian. My call sign is Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. Good to be with you this week. Happy December. Can you believe this? Oh, Lord, it goes so fast. I don't know. And the, uh, the gauge for me was having children. You can see what five and nine. See what I did there? That's the age of my children. Five and nine, you see what five years looks like right there in the eyes of your child, and it moves just like that. And if you're staying busy with work and play, family first, work and play, it's December. Good to be with you. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving break. If you got a break, great. Maybe you like to work through and make them dollars. Got a crazy old uncle? Can't be bothered hanging out with them. Hey, I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. A lot of crazy comes around the table, but uh, we end up working it out. We work it all out. My break. Oh, well, I hate to use the word break because, uh, you know, Thursday before Thanksgiving, 50 to 60 mile an hour winds came through my part of Missouri, just north of the city of St. Louis. I mean, I woke up around 2 o'clock in the morning. Things and trees were swaying. Went out there to assess. Actually, I think that storm, that, that, that uh, storm came in on Tuesday. And so Wednesday became the day to go out there and assess it. I went out there. I recorded. We dropped the show last week. Just kind of impromptu, let you know. Three antennas. Three. We had the uh, tri-bander that I use uh, mostly for Aries work, listening to, you know, FM, uh, the 2-meter 440 type stuff. That had been twisted around on its mast, leaning and swaying like a mother. It didn't come down, but it, it, it was like sad. 
Like, why you put me out here? I'm up like 35 feet, freaking wind. This is coming. I know you're listening inside, and I'm doing my job, but it's bent. I'm bent over. I'm hunched and twisted. I'm like, all right, I can fix that one. That one's going to be okay. I went out a little further to check out 80 meters and 160. 160 is a guaranteed problem. Because of those long legs, girl. She is a fickle mistress. I love her deeply, but what a pain in the ass. Brothers and sisters will say, see, child, I wish I had the length. I wish I had the space to put up the 160 like you do. Be careful what you wish for, friends. Unless you're in an open field, things can tend to get sloppy, and they do. I have to have her in my life. So I put up with a lot of stuff, and I just think, you know, 60-mile-an-hour wind, we're going to have a problem. It was, I, I was writing it off as a problem. Get out there. Do a little testing first from inside the shack, and I could see the numbers were strange. 160 for sure. I went there first on an analyzer. I believe, friends, put your money into your testing equipment. It is important to be able to have an analyzer to have a dummy load, things like that in your kit where you can go out and test some things in the field, maybe a portable soldering iron. Anywho, 160 was all jacked up. And I go out there and I look at it and I'm like, oh, it's, it's up there. Well, what the hell? And I'm thinking instantly it's got to be a connector issue. Got to be a problem with connectors. So, you know, I go out there and I'm doing my thing. And I did some testing. I did some troubleshooting. I'm looking at the connectors. I changed the connectors. Went back in. Same result. Up and down. Bringing down these antennas. In the process, I realized that the numbers for 80 were off. What's wrong here? Well, a lot of times, 60 mile an hour wind is going to jack this coax up. I use the RG213. Is that what is RG? The 213. And I bury my cable. I don't have it in conduit. I just don't have it like that. I'd love that. You know, if you can run a mile of conduit, good for you. Good for you. I'm a direct bury. Where I can, where it needs to come up out of the earth, fine, whatever. 213 is uh, pretty good stuff. It's kind of heavy, too, a little bit. Does the job, but the wind usually will jeopardize uh, the, the connectors, the PL259s. So I replaced the ones on 80 meters up and down, up and down with the rope, you know, eh, fixed. Determined I'm going to fix the 2 meter 440 uh, antenna, which is a, a vertical from Comet up about 35 feet on a mass from MFJ, which I like. But it put it to the test, fixed that one. And started singing meatloaf songs, cause two out of three ain't bad. And I was thinking, how does this apply to 160? Could a meatloaf song actually apply to my fascination of 160? Anyway, uh, you have to have something stuck in your head. Raining, cold, guns and roses, cold November rain, the whole deal, it's happening, and I'm spending... Most of my time, Thanksgiving didn't do anything. Friday, this is all happening over Wednesday. Thursday morning, I think I did a little bit of work. That's when I worked on that vertical um, from Comet, just to straighten it out. 
Friday and Saturday and Sunday were dedicated to fixing 80 meters and 160. Get in there and I get nutty. And I'm thinking, why? Or oh, we have we have something and I'm troubleshooting the lines. I'm going through the line like this coax is good. Coax is good. This antenna must be dead. Pull down 160. Look at her deeply in the face. I'm holding her. Sort of like gone with the wind. I'm like, oh, no, baby, don't do it. I think I got to pull you out. I just ain't going to do it. I'm out for three days. She broke up with me for three days. And I'm inspecting this thing, and I open it up, and I've got this uh, sort of balance situation that's been thrown together, uh, repackaged. I've rebuilt this thing. You just don't go around buying 160 antennas. Have you seen a price of a 160 commercial on-the-market antenna for 160? Go ahead and look it up. It's more than I want to deal with. I've rebuilt this thing, and if you've been following this show for any amount of time, you know it. You know it. The balance, the legs, at least probably four times. At least. I know you're saying, why you do this? Why you do this to yourself? Because of those legs. I don't even make many contacts on 160, but I've got to have this antenna. I've done all this work to clear a path for it doesn't touch the trees. It looks great. It's not as high as I want it to be. It's not the connectors. This thing is dead. And so I'm inspecting it. I'm inside. I look at it. I'm like, what is this? It's kind of... And I look off to the north side of this ballon. And then there is a broken wire. A broken wire. It's still connected. This is what got me. It was still connected, but there was a broken wire. Totally broke itself. And it was there and it was connected. It was really subtle. It was such a subtle thing. I was like, what? It was one of these things. Like you stayed out too late. You got caught up in the storm. You didn't come home. You know how I worry. It was one of those kind of like breaks. Go back to fixing it. I solder this thing back together. I'm like, okay, I got it. Okay, good, good. Put it back up. Go to put the weight on the uh, north side leg with the uh, window sashes. Snap a lap, and it falls. There's nothing worse than the sound in the antenna world. I mean, of course, a tower coming over. Terrible things can happen. One really terrible sound is when a leg snaps free at about 55 feet and it comes crashing down and it whips down like shh. And in the woods, I was like, no! No, baby, no, 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 no. Like that. And then something clicked in me like, all right, we're going to just rebuild this thing. That Putting that, two, two, putting that wire together, it... Uh, didn't hold up. We well, got to figure out a way because you just don't want that wire. You got to figure out a way to protect that much wire on that leg so it's not taking the strain. And I didn't do enough. I didn't do enough here. I just soldered it back together. I thought everything would be okay, and it it didn't take much. You know, put your arms in together like you're going to do like a chicken dance. So when you're picking up the leg on an inverted V, you know, I moved just a little bit. And that connection broke free. So I had to go back and rebuild it, put it together. Made it a little bit stronger. She's back up there now. She's back in my life. I'm getting the words wrong in the Michael Jackson song. 
But for uh, three days, she left me. And I thought she was dead. I, I really did. So there you go with the woes of 160. It will break your heart. But she sure does look good when you take her to the country buffet. Or if you want to make a contact just up to Chicago. Or nearby in Illinois, something like that. I was just so happy to get it back on the air. I don't know why I need it so much in my life. But I want 160. And I've put a lot of time into getting it up there just so. And she breaks my heart. She kicks me right in the nuts every time in my nuts. Left side, right side, punching bag, the nuts. Like Sugar Ray Leonard. And I take it and I take it and I rebuild it and bring it back. Because I love her. And I missed her that time, the three days. Let me take a break. I want to talk about a parents I made on the YouTubers. Talk about YouTube in just a little bit when we come back next. The Kilo Station again, again, again. Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. You're 5'9". Right. Members of the Hamily make the most out of this holiday season with one of these ICOM radios, the IC7610. Tis the season to give your favorite ham the SDR they really want. This high-performance SDR has the ability to pick out the faintest of signals even in the presence of stronger adjacent signals. How about the IC7300? Ham for the holidays! ICOM is changing the way entry-level HF is designed. This high-performance, innovative HF transceiver with a compact design will far exceed your expectations. And the 9700, this transceiver is at the top of every ham's wish list this holiday season. Keep your competitive contesting edge with faster processors, higher input gain, higher display resolution, and a cleaner signal. ICOM's IC9700 is the pinnacle of perfection. Visit icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information on all ICOM radios. And BioNO Power, offering the best performance lithium iron phosphate batteries for your ham radios. Visit bioenopower.com. That's B-I-O-E-N-N-O-P-O-W-E-R.com. Or contact dealers nationwide. You have the perfect face for radio. This is 100 watts and a wire. It is one of the oldest jokes in broadcasting, probably going back to 1929. You've got the perfect face for radio. Yeah, go jump off the cliff. Now, what happens is the beautiful people, the beautiful people from the TV news, they end up getting gigs on the radio too because there's not enough of their beauty just for TV, they need to be hosting radio shows. That's what happens here in America. Same people get all the gigs are all over the TV, so not anymore. Probably was a time. Imagine the engineers. They're the ones behind the microphone on the other side of the microphone. What did they look like? Everybody's beautiful. Stop t- telling that, people. Perfect face for radio. So Jason from Ham Radio 2.0, which is a popular YouTube channel. Once a month, it seems, he assembles a crew of YouTubers, his colleagues, to come on and talk about topics. I like the format. I think it's cool. Got a lot of different people there, a lot of different voices. 
And I'm like, look, I, I'm an audio guy. I don't know. I'll do it. Sure. I was uh, very honored to be a guest. You can, you can find that. We talk about um, Black Friday deals. I did not buy anything on Black Friday. I don't know if I will. I'm kind of, you know, just keeping the money together for the kids and that sort of thing. But there are some great deals out there. We talk about that. Do a search on YouTube for Ham Radio 2.0. It's Jason's channel. And uh, I think he'll have me back. But I'm not a YouTuber, so I'm kind of like, oh, man. I don't know, dude. Maybe I shouldn't be here. You guys are all YouTubes. And Josh, who has another popular YouTube channel called the Ham Radio Crash Course. He says, Christian, you don't you have a YouTube channel? And I'm like, no. And I kind of did for a time there. And I was like, well, it's sort of like feeding two mouths. So it's hard for me. I should stick to something like, you know, keeping this face behind this microphone. However... I do like the possibilities. Uh, when I was doing uh, YouTube, we did have a YouTube channel. It was pretty low-key, and I opened it up for like our listeners to provide videos because I couldn't feed it. You know, I wasn't going to go out there. I don't do unboxing videos. I don't feel that I'm qual- enough, uh, qualified enough to teach you how to do all this. I know what I know how to do, and it's like that. You know, I play guitar, too, but I'm going to have a hard time teaching my daughter who's interested they're both playing piano and can read music dad dad does i don't speak the language you know what i'm saying so it's hard i kind of know what i know if you know what i mean to do ya philosophy that's a good song so i'm thinking about you know what would I do as a supplement to this? Actually, it would be video extras, and I'm interested in the talk format. I enjoy interviews, and I've done hundreds of interviews over my career. I like it. I like to talk to people. In this format, I don't get to do it as much because I record so damn early in the morning. Nobody's awake. Nobody's awake. I could scream here, and nobody, you know, somebody would wake up, sure. You know what I mean? So I'm thinking about it. I like what these guys are doing. Uh, they're very prolific. I mean, they are pounding out. And I never knew this was a whole world to me that I have not really explored. And there's different facets. I believe there's room enough for everyone. So I don't rule out the fact that YouTube could become a thing for me. It would be super low-key. I don't have the stroke. I'm not putting out as much. I mean, if these guys helped and said, hey, he's doing something, people may come. I just have to to get my head around the technology a little bit, and um, the format that I'd like to put together. I like to talk to people, so it would be probably in that vein. But uh, check out Ham Radio 2.0, and uh, specifically the episode that I appeared on. We talk a little bit about deals and a little bit about manufacturers and things, uh, you know, how we all are when we buy things, what we look for, and I thought it was interesting. And I hope to do it again in the future. Now, a bit of a uh, confession. I started listening to Christmas songs probably last Monday. And it's before I got a mental thing. My family said, so Thanksgiving comes, then we can listen to Christmas. 
So for some reason, I hit on the uh, FM radio station in the truck, and here's Karen Carpenter, and I could not turn it off. I cannot turn off Karen Carpenter. I will not turn off Karen Carpenter. And it hit me on a Monday, and I was like, you know, I'm guilty. I love her voice. She was a blessing. She, thank goodness, Somebody recorded her and that we have her voice, along with many others, but Karen Carpenter could do it, man. She could sing. So I jumped into the Christmas music a little bit before I should have, and it started a flood. My girls go right to the records. We have a big stack of Christmas records. We have some CDs in all, too. But uh, we put the vinyl on, and uh, man, it started early for me. We try to keep that marker. A lot going on. I, I, I'm, I'm getting deep into the show already, and I don't want to take up too much more of your time. We talked about the woes with the antenna, the wind and wire. Do not mix. We talked about the potential of a 100 Watson Wire YouTube channel. What would it be? I think it would be different. Yes, it would be video extras of the show, almost like we take the conversation a little bit deeper. I'm very sensitive for your time. I like to keep things focused. The show may seem scattered and unscripted, but it is focused with your time in mind. There's people listening on shortwave radio, at least two stations, one in Tennessee, one in Maine. And I don't want people getting, you know, kind of sketched out that it's like, oh man, this is so much time. All he keeps doing is just talks all the time. Well, we need to think about each other's time and the commitment. I don't look at those stations, by the way, since I mentioned them. WTWW, that's 5085. On Saturday, they have a ham radio block. And WBCQ, 5130 in Maine. They put us on on Friday nights. Well, if people are listening worldwide, then we need to be mindful of their time and their commitment not to mention the content that you're putting out there. So here we are getting a little deeper. What else did I want to mention? We're going to take a break. We'll come back. I've uh, got some little tidbits I wanted to comment on. We may not get to do that. We may have to bang out another show. Let me take a break. We'll come back and we'll see what we can get to next. From wireless to Wi-Fi, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. LDG Electronics provides state-of-the-art antenna tuners for every amateur need. From QRP to QRO, fixed stations, portable and remote, an LDG tuner will match your radio to your antenna using our lightning-fast, proprietary tuning algorithms. LDG is a family-owned and operated company dedicated to bringing innovative, quality products to the amateur market. All LDG products carry a full two-year warranty that is fully transferable when you sell it, with no paperwork required. Support is only a phone call or email away. We're always here to help you. Visit us on the web at ldgelectronics.com. Com. Hi, this is Bruce, N9BH. Recently, I posted a question on our Facebook group. That question being, who normally carries a pocket knife? I, for one, carry a pocket knife. I carry a small Gerber pocket knife, maybe a two-inch blade. It comes in handy almost every day, be it cutting a little piece of string uh, or just using it in place of my fingernail or prying something. Um, it's uh, very handy to have a small life, knife like that around. Uh, 
So I, I was really kind of surprised when I asked this question. I was expecting to get 10 or 20 replies. Ended up with 265 comments on there. Uh, and most of those people do carry a knife or two or three, along with a knife or two in their car or their truck. So I guess, I guess among this group anyhow, a lot of people carry a lot of knives. So these knives could be... Uh, very small knives, like I mentioned. I, I saw one, one comment where it appeared to be an open assist knife. Um, open assist knife, I think, would normally be associated with self-defense. Other people mentioning fixed blade knives, which are often also associated with self-defense, but are very handy tools also. Uh, I carry a fixed blade knife around here. I live in a rural setting, and I need to... Uh, say, open bags of food for the horses. And my little knife just isn't good enough for that, but the fixed blade knife is. And uh, the fixed blade knife is also handy. My wife and I go out walking with our dogs every morning, and I carry the fixed blade knife. And, and I carry that uh, to ward off other dogs that may bother us if there's an aggressive dog. It's never happened yet. The dogs that we have found have been friendly. But uh, it does give me a, a, a feeling of uh, comfort. So um, some, some of the uh, responders also mentioned their flashlights, various flashlights people carry. Uh, some mentioned uh, lighters, even though they don't smoke. People like to carry things that they feel can come in useful in bad times when there's just unusual situations. So... I also have a one of these Rambo survival knives. It has a hollow handle on it with a little compass on, on the end. You can unscrew the end and inside find some fish hooks and fishing line and a couple matches and a little wire that you can use as a saw. Uh, handy things like that. It, it doesn't have a full tang, which means the blade doesn't extend through the handle. When the blade extends through the handle, the knife's much stronger. This one doesn't have that. And if I was to attempt to use it as a tool, I'm pretty sure it would break. But it looks kind of cool. Uh, I have a couple of machetes. And, uh, of course, machetes can be used when you're out in the woods working, trimming branches and stuff. Sometimes you just want to whack some stuff out of the way. I've uh, also had to use those to put down a couple chickens. I, I really hate killing anything. <laughs> but when I do, I like it to be quick and as painless as possible. And then I don't know if I can really call an axe a knife, but I, I do have axes. I, I have wood delivered for our wood-burning stove, and, and it comes cut in sections, and some of it is split. But because I'm putting it in a smaller wood-burning stove, I have to split it uh, smaller very often. It comes in big chunks. Uh, and so the, this year I got a, a new axe. It's more wedge-shaped and heavier and I find it, it splits these pieces better than my old standard axes. So, for 100 watts and a wire, I'm Bruce, N9BH. Have a great day. 100 watts and a wire, news. Well, it's nice to see the holiday magazines coming out. QST, uh, in news here, the ARRL announced it is launching a new magazine called On the Air. It's geared toward beginners and intermediate ops and there is a member benefit for that. Many people think that QST is a bit over their head. And I'm one of them, but I don't believe they should scale back and dumb it down uh, for people like me who are less 
technical. I've spent a career behind the microphone. Then I wanted to go back and learn more about the other side. If I get to that bridge and I need to look up an article and I find it, good. Don't stop what you're doing. I'm interested to see what on the air will be. Hopefully they don't dumb that down either, but maybe it's just, you know, a little easier to digest when you're not, say, an engineer. Let's see. CQ Magazine reports that Hurricane Dorian set a new record for the Hurricane Watch Net. 159 hours, and that's a 139 continuous as that storm grinded the Bahamas before hitting the coast. Uh, Let's see. Uh, We'll skip that one. We don't need to do that one. They, They did mention an article about the confusion in California over a viral internet post. That's how they put it out there. I wish they would have, they were alluding to a YouTube video made by W6UDA, and they didn't mention him. I think that it's important if you're going to address news stories, whether you're a YouTuber, a podcaster, or writing about it in a magazine, if you're going to tackle the news, you need to to be consistent, you need to be true, and go out there and do more information. You need to dig in there, and uh, it would have been good if CQ would have mentioned at least the YouTube channel that posted this, what they call controversial. It's a confusion. If it's confusion, clear it up, say what the sites are, or the sources, who did it, who did what. Let's talk about it, because it's it muddies up the water, I think, if you don't provide that clarity. Uh, transparency and accuracy are important. And uh, a couple of interesting events coming up January 1st. We have the uh, ARRL Straight Key Nights. Not a contest, but an invitation to dust off that vintage key. On January the 4th, it's Kids Day, sponsored by, check this out. I don't know if it's a typo. Maybe it's a real place. Boring Amateur Radio Club in Oregon. I thought maybe they meant Boeing. Maybe it's a typo. No, it's a boring amateur radio club in Oregon. A complete rules are on the AWR website, but getting kids on the air, teaching them about this great hobby and service is something we should all uh, take on. January 18th through the 20th, AWRL VHF contest. I'm going to leave it there, folks. I appreciate you. We're going to be incorporating some emergency communication stuff as I continue my study. I've got a new antenna I want to talk about. I want to try it out and see where the best uh, place is. I spent most of the holiday working to repair, but I kind of like it. I kind of like it. Don't tell the Earth. Mother Earth does not need to send me any more wind to test me of my fixing powers. Because uh, it can be frustrating, but, you know, having the right tools is important. Being able to fix them and get back on the air is a a challenge, and I kind of enjoy it. You guys take care of yourselves and take care of each other. We'll talk again before Christmas time, I'm sure. Uh, Keep an eye out for this YouTube thing. I'll make some mention of it on our Facebook group and on Twitter if I decide to pop and bring it back. I don't know. We'll see. It just has to be right. It has to fit into the schedule, and you know, we'll kind of see how the format would lay out there. But it, it is a really interesting medium, that landscape there. It's very powerful. I love YouTube. And I'm starting to really enjoy the work 
of the uh, amateur radio operators who are putting in things. It's not just unboxings. Some of them are going out into the field and they're taking us along. I think that's great. So I usually go to there to learn something or to explore a review, which I think is cool. I don't do those, but I do enjoy going and listening to what somebody may think. Um, so I'm poking around a little bit more in the YouTube landscape and uh, hope to join this YouTuber bunch a little bit more to hear what they're talking about. And uh, good on them. And thank you uh, for inviting me into the fold. Uh, it's nice to not be at, at this time or at that time a YouTuber and, um, and be welcomed. Really nice. Take care of yourselves and take care of each other. And by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. <music> To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.